Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Gentlemen, welcome into the Tiger Woods Show right here on the Believe Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Cam Rogers with you. I'm alongside Bridget Whalen, as always, and we are your Tiger Woods experts. Be sure to subscribe to this very podcast. We thank you so much if you have already and in the future, perhaps. So leave a review, tell your friends, of course, as well, and hit us up on social media. Follow me on Twitter, at MrRogers99, and on Instagram, at MrRogers98. You can follow Bridget at Bridget K. Whalen. Final week here of January, as we kind of kickstart this New PGA Tour season in 2021, if you will. The Farmers Insurance Open this week is, to some people out there, the unofficial start to the calendar year on the PGA Tour. So we're excited to talk about that tournament out there at Torrey Pines in San Diego, California. Of course, we will start with the big news surrounding our guy, Tiger Woods, undergoing yet another back surgery. That news broke. Shortly after Bridget and I recorded this very show, actually, shortly after this episode went up, so I went ahead, updated the episode description for you guys, because obviously Bridget and I were debating whether Tiger was going to play this week, and I posted a short little video on the Believe Podcast Instagram. You can check that out for my take there, or at least my instant reaction, but Bridget and I will talk more about the surgery later in the show and some other nuggets across the PGA tour. We have a venue for the 2022 PGA championship Brooks and his swing coach part ways. And of course the farmer's insurance open our expert predictions. I am on hot fire, three straight top 15 finishes to kick off 2021. I'm pretty excited about that. And I might have to play the lottery today, but first, we have to give a shout out to Bet Online. The Super Bowl is coming up. It's Tom Brady. It's Patrick Mahomes. And if you are looking to place a bet on any of the sports going on right now, betonline.ag is the best and only place to lock it in from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there is always the online casino as well, which never closes, by the way. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all of the great sign-up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, so the breaking news, of course, from last week, I guess not so breaking now. Tiger Woods undergoing yet another back surgery, and in total, his 10th surgery, his 5th, on the back and the procedure was to remove quote a pressurized disc fragment that was pinching his nerve sounds painful even as i read that and this reportedly was stemming from the pnc championship in which tiger played with his son charlie obviously he is not in the field this week at the farmers insurance open nor will he be 
for the Genesis Invitational, he will still be the host of that very tournament. Now, the hope is, according to reports out there, Tiger will be good to go for the Masters. So we're already talking about another long layoff, perhaps, for the GOAT of the PGA Tour. And Bridget Whalen, I can't help but think, here we go again. Now, obviously, this is not March 2014 when Tiger had the major fusion and all that jazz. This is more procedural, it seems, but part of the process as well in this new age of Tiger going through this back maintenance, if you will. But it is a little alarming to hear that maybe we won't see him until April. I'll uh, give the floor to you, Bridget, in terms of your instant <laughs> reactions if you go back a week and what you think about it now. Hi, hello. Um, not surprising. I think that maybe when he underwent his second, it was surprising or it came as a bit of a shock to fans. Um, but at this point in time, even if he's playing well, I don't see that having a procedure like this is out of the realm of possibility. And now he wasn't really looking that great at the PNC father son championship. So I wasn't surprised at all. I think that um, as spine operations go, a microdisectomy is fairly common. Uh, it's minimally invasive. And I think that um, he was like back home recovering the next day or, or if, it, if it wasn't the same day. So it's not like an extended stay procedure. And like you said, it's more of like a maintenance thing. Uh, so it, it doesn't surprise me. I don't think that there's that much to look into, but I do think that at the age that Tiger is now, and as he gets older, it's going to be a question of at what point does, does this get to where it's like almost not necessary if he wasn't teeing it up on the PGA Tour. And I don't know if that's, I, I honestly don't know what the difference is there. Um, so for me, that that's my only concern at all with all of this is just like how much more can he endure? And I want to say, please, Lord, let it be a lot. <laughs> right. But, it's coming uh, <laughs> down to tolerance now with all of this, right? Right. And I'm a realist. So yeah. Um, so yeah, it, was, it wasn't surprising to me, but it, it saddened me, I guess I could say. Yeah, obviously it's not something you want to see released on Tiger Woods' social media, but this is the world we are living in, in this era of Tiger Woods going through these back surgeries and the long layoffs, the sporadic scheduling, if you will, in terms of when and where he's going to play on the PGA Tour. If we really do believe that he's going to miss everything until the Masters, and the Masters is no guarantee reportedly, that means Tiger's going to miss out. Obviously, this week, Genesis Invitational, he's the host of that event, obviously holds it very near and dear to his heart. I'm sure he would love to play at Riviera. That's not going to happen. World Golf Championship event, the Arnold Palmer, the Players Championship. In a way, Bridget, this could be, quote-unquote, another COVID-ish <laughs> layoff for Tiger Woods, right? And so, I mean, it's something that he already went through last year. Yeah, I think I think he's looking forward to begin his training, and, and I think he's ready to get back out there as soon as possible. There, In the sense of 
other than having to be sidelined for a couple months, I don't think that it's going to impede him from staying sort of um, loose, so to speak. So I, I don't know. I feel like COVID, he took a lot of time and he, with his kids and, and his routine was sort of changed up as was everyone else's globally. Um, and I think that that mindset was more of like, who knows when we'll get back or who knows when I'll be comfortable getting back because as you and I predicted, he didn't get back on tour right away when the PGA tour started up again, yeah. um, which we anticipated. So I, th I think, yeah, in some ways it's similar, but I think he's more focused on like incrementally getting to a place where he can be active um, and, and focused on getting back on tour. I really hope that it's sooner than April, <laughs> but um, I feel like in the time frame of things that maybe that does make the most sense, sadly. Right. I mean, this isn't the summer, right? So he's not going to miss the Open Championship, the PGA, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, he is going to miss some important tournaments on the PGA Tour. Obviously, no major championships. The biggest one would be the Players' Championship, which he right. missed last year. Even though it got shut down due to COVID, he wasn't going to play anyway. So, look, to give you guys some context here, this is his 10th surgery, as I said, and we – really have to look at the left knee and the back. I mean, 94, 2002, 2008, twice, left knee, left knee, left knee, left knee. March 2014, back, back in 2015 uh, for September. October, again, back. April 2017, back. August 2019, left knee, there it is again. And then just now, January 2021, the back. So I mean, you're obviously seeing an uptick within the last half decade in terms of Tiger's procedures. But um, like I said, this is what we're going to have to live with. We'll track it all for you guys in terms of when he is going to come back. I would not anticipate within the next couple of months. Uh, and obviously the Masters is no guarantee either. That would be crushing though, Bridget, if he were not to be able to play at Augusta National. But it seems like He's really just going to take the conservative approach and make sure he is ready to go for April. This is something he has done before, whether it is for health reasons or for the scandal way back when he had that long layoff too. So he's done it before. He'll probably do it again, and hopefully he can be healthy, ready to rock there. So that's the situation with Tiger Woods. No go this week, no go at the Genesis, and perhaps for the near future here on the PGA Tour. We'll talk more about the rest of the PGA Tour, but first, a word from our sponsors. And we're back. Brooks Kepka and his swing coach, Claude Harmon III, have parted ways, and they've been working together since 2013. Shortly after Kepka turned pro out of Florida State, they went ahead, won four major championships together. The report is, Bridget, that after DJ won the Masters back in October, Kepka had a conversation with Harmon about going their separate ways, and here we are in January of 2021 sort of getting – it to be public knowledge out there so what do you make of this I mean we've obviously seen Brooks struggle recently 
at least by Brooks standards. And so when you see a move like this, it almost means that Brooks really, really thinks that he needs to change things up, I guess. Sure. And if the time frame was in close proximity to when Dustin won the Masters, it could also be a little bit of, okay, this guy is my coach and he's this other guy's coach and this other guy just won a major championship. <laughs> That's what I was like, thinking. Where is the focus of my coach? And that could that that's a good argument. Um, and it's hard to I I'm not Claude Claude Harmon. I don't know how his mind works, but it is hard to compartmentalize. Uh, I would think when you have multiple tour players who are in various states of their game, it's hard to put in the full effort. Um, and this is just like my opinion, I could be way off base here, but I could see where that thought process from Kepka could have come from like, okay, well, something between Claude and Dustin is working and maybe something between Claude and I isn't. So um, I think I, I think that that time frame makes way more sense than it happening yesterday or whenever the news was released yeah. so uh yeah so that sort of adds a little bit of context to the story and i think that brooks does need to change something i don't know if it's if it's something that is like off with his game or something from the outside in that needs needs working on but i do think that a change for him at this point in time is good i think that nothing but positive um positives can come from it in my opinion i know that a lot of people are reluctant to change um and if you want to grow you you do need to change and, and if everything was going great for brooks and if he was winning events left and right and and you know racking up majors which he has in the past then it'd be a little weird. Um, but when there are things that need fixing, I, I think it totally makes sense. So this news wasn't shocking for me at all. And the fact that Brooks and, and Claude are still very close, they're still very friendly, it was an amicable split, it, it really isn't that shocking. It's just he needs to figure out what's going to work best for him to to get more W's. He needs to get more wins. Uh, so I, this news, it honestly, it didn't even phase me. It seems pretty on brand too for Brooks, right? Throw another log onto the fire of the old Brooks versus DJ debate here. And, sure. <laughs> you know, so let's go with that as well. A little drama perhaps, but I think you're onto something about DJ winning the Masters and obviously being number one in the world. Brooks has gotten there himself, obviously. He wants to get back there. So, We'll see what happens as he goes forward here. He is in the field this week at the Farmers Insurance Open. So stay tuned for that. Uh, how about the 2022 PGA Championship? No longer at Trump National. It is now at Southern Hills in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And for you Tiger fans out there, that, of course, was the venue of the 2007 PGA Championship, which was won by Tiger Woods, also was the site of the 2009 U.S. Amateur, won by Ben On, who is quite successful on the PGA Tour these days, so that's pretty cool, too. So, Bridget, we have our solution to the whole Trump thing. We've got <laughs> Southern Hills, and 
obviously it is a difficult course if you go back to the 2007 pga championship the leaderboard there only six people were under par five people actually tiger woody austin ernie ells aaron oberholzer and john senden that's it so there you go ao yeah um well, it's going to be uh, hopefully not as warm, uh, I would say, it, it being in May as opposed to August. It was hot that week in Tulsa. Uh, we just looked up the averages, everyone, and it seemed like about 100 degrees was the average temperature on those four tournament days. So hopefully it's a little less uh, toasty. Steamy. <laughs> yeah, I don't, like, I don't know. Um, but I, I think it's cool good for Tulsa. I don't really have much to say about this course. Um, I, I know it's hosted a lot of championships in the past, so I'll be excited to see it. And I'm glad that the 2022 PGA found its home. I'm sure Tiger would be glad to look back on this leaderboard because Stephen Ames in the final round went six over par. So I'm wow. sure Tiger will get a giggle out of that if he ever looks back on it, which I feel like he won't. But, you know, just saying. A lot of interesting kind of like down memory lane sort of situations here with this leaderboard like phil's there but also sean McKeel, tbt and sergio got dq'd at this event and how about ye yang was in the field of course and so ah a lot of interesting names here but there you go yeah so the 2022 pga championship at southern hills so there you have it stay tuned for what should be a really interesting event uh, in a couple years or in a year's time, if you will. In 16 months. There you go. Exactly. Crazy. All right. Well, we're going to give a shout out to another one of our sponsors on this show, Kansas City Stakes. With a new year comes tons of new big games in sports. Obviously, we have the Super Bowl. So with big games, you need big stakes. Kansas City Stakes has the cuts you crave to celebrate the playoffs and the big game. Visit KansasCitySteaks.com slash game day and save up to $25 on combos perfect for game day. Plus, get free shipping with our code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, at checkout. You can try the mac and cheese melts, shrimp wrapped in bacon. It's all fantastic. Every order is flash frozen delivered directly to your home. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back basically every cut of steak imaginable plus appetizers desserts barbecue and so much more again go to kansascitysteaks.com slash game day and use the code believe at checkout for free shipping kansas city steaks big games big taste big taste of the monterey peninsula this week if you will bridget whalen as we have the farmers insurance open at Torrey Pines, San Diego, California. We have the South Course. We have the North Course. Of course, the South Course is the one that you guys all know very well. It is the site of the U.S. Opens here. The North Course, typically known as Little Brother because it is a little bit easier, but not so much recently. It went through a pretty strenuous redesign, and it's certainly not as easy as it once was. Usually the big stars come out for this event. Bridget, Jason Day will be there. Brooks, Patrick Reed, Rory coming across the pond to play. Xander Shoffley, John Rahm, 
Victor Hovland, Hideki Matsuyama, Tony Finau, fresh off a solid performance at the American Express. So it should be a good event this week. Where are we right now? Where's our money? We are at the following. So Bridget, you're at 2.4 million dollars. I'm at 1.9 million dollars. All right, you're encroaching on my lead. I'm creeping up on you a little bit. Yes, because Russell Henley missed the cut last week. So no mm -hmm. money there. My pick, Abraham answer, T5. So just saying, folks, just saying, T5, T7, T5 for your boy. All right. Oh, boy. All right. So pre, pre our, our morning chat, well, our afternoon chat, I was going to go with Mark Leishman. It had sort of escaped me that he's the defending champion. Mm -hmm. Now, while I like that play sometimes, I don't like it for this. So I'm going to go with Xander Shoffley, which I know doesn't make a lot of sense because he doesn't really do that well here, but he should. Like he's from this area. Maybe he's going to like change it up. Something's going to happen. He's been playing well lately. I'm going to go with Xander. All right. So Xander Shoffley's history here at this event. Miscut, T25, miscut, miscut, miscut. I know. <laughs> That's I weird. Uh, I know, and I just looked at it, but I'm like feeling his aura. I'm feeling his name. It makes no sense. I don't know what I'm doing. You know what I'm doing, actually? I know what I'm doing. I have that little bit of wiggle room still where I could make like those predictions. Yeah, you can throw some darts. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm going to throw some darts. I threw a Russell Henley dart last week. So yeah. Sandra Shoffley, he should do well here. Like he, he's going to flip the script at some point. Maybe this is the time. I don't know. He's my pick. Okay. I like it. Look, I don't feel great about this pick because he's sort of turning into a female himself, if you will, not finishing cool. the job. Rory McIlroy played well last week, even though Tyrrell Hatton won the event on the European tour. So I'm going to go with him. Look, you need to be a good driver of the ball at the Farmers Insurance Open at Torrey Pines. His iron game is still there, and I think if Rory can catch a hot putter, obviously he is going to win this event. His floor is really high. So, I mean, like, he will finish T13 playing poorly. So, look, I'm going to keep up this run that I have of top 10 <laughs> finishes. I will be happy with a T9 from Rory. I'm picking him to win this week, but I would still be happy with a T9. Is that bad that I'm, like, settling for moral victories here, Bridget? No, you like money. Who doesn't like money? <laughs> T3 last year, T5 in 2019. We are going in the opposite direction of our picks. <laughs> that is exactly right. Your guy isn't exactly trending. My guy is sort of trending. So. My guy's from the area. Your guy's from another country. <laughs> that is fair. That's a fair point. By the way, uh, Tony Finau is Mr. Uh, Tory Pines as well. Sixth, 13th, 6th fourth i mean really good resume the last four years in particular but what an enigma he is he i really, really hope is. he just starts knocking him off like win after win after win and just like shuts everyone up that honestly i hope tony finau wins this week look he played well last week sure so, did i sure mean did. He's going to keep floating up on leaderboards, and I really don't think he listens to the noise. Obviously, if he did, he'd be struggling a lot more now. But um, so, yeah, 
for some reason, it feels like he catches more flack than, say, Jordan Spieth, who pretty much is at rock bottom of his career right now. Right. So. I think just the amount of top 10s, top 25s that right. Tony accumulates, it's, like, astounding comparatively to, like, the next player in line. I just – I always think about <laughs> – I'm going back to the money. He is making bank <laughs> week after week performing that well. So Tony Finau is doing just fine. I don't think anything is bothering that guy, but I do hope he gets a W sometime soon. Oh yeah. He's cashing checks. There's no doubt about that. And I think he is just fine with all the chatter on social media while he's counting his money. So yeah, he should play well this week if you go off his course history. So a lot of big names at the Farmers Insurance Open. Should be a fun week of golf. Back on network TV as well, ladies and gentlemen, on CBS this weekend with no football, of course. So there you have it. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. I do have one little nugget since yes. you did bring up Jordan Speed. So on this day in 2016... So I'm going into the time machine. We're traveling five years back. Jordan Spieth had finished top 10 in six consecutive worldwide starts. Two wins. Oh, how the mighty has fallen. <laughs> oh my God. I was just going to say, you're going back to better times, huh? And I love Jordan. I just, you know, I, I, I really hope that something clicks for him because when Jordan is playing well, there's really not anyone I'd rather watch than Jordan at this, in this point of time. And in, of course, Tiger is at the top of the list, but in this generation, when Jordan is on, he is so enjoyable. It is so fun to root for him. So we're just, we're just rooting for him and we hope he gets back, back in the winter, back, not even back in the winter circle. I'm not even going to say that just like back in the game, back in the like top, 13 circle something yeah. like that you know yeah. give us a little bit of that but uh yeah he's had quite a long layoff too so hopefully he's been working on things and we'll see how he performs as we go forward he is in the field this week by the way so we shall see some speed out there in california all right i think that's gonna do it for this edition of the tiger woods show right here on the believe network bridget and i will talk to you guys again next week enjoy the golf this weekend see you next week thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube you know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks that's what our podcast people are the worst brings you with each episode i'm rachel and I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.